What's going on, everybody? And welcome back to the A Show, the kings of pro wrestling podcasts. We're looking for revenge. I'm J5, here with Meals. You're a busy guy, Meals. We're all busy. That's all I got to say about that. (laughs) (laughs) We're all busy people. We're all doing the damn thing. How have you been, sir? It was good, man. It was just... Had a nutty weekend. Mm, Doing some mm. stuff that I can't wait for you guys to see. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, Quick question. All right, since I got you here. Oh, no. This past weekend, SDCC, right? Yes. Right. Lots of reveals, lots of stuff like that. We should go to a call one day. It felt muted. Really? I, I will say I did not really care much about huh. comic book this year. I, I didn't was, really care. See, yeah, because that's what I was going to ask about. So I saw they had all this Marvel shit, and then I was like, all right, explain this to me like as someone who doesn't really watch any, who just watches whatever's popping at the time. Explain mm-hmm. this to me of like, what is this phase five, phase six? Like, what are, what are we going to or going through so, in this like Marvel so environment? T- Ten years ago, the the head of Marvel Studios, Kevin Feige, Feige, whatever, said that the movies would be in phases and a big event would end the phases. Right. So, um, you know, phase one ended with the Avengers. Phase two ended with Age of Ultron. Three ended with Endgame and like integrated Spider-Man and all that stuff. So four was kind of. I would say four was kind of maligned by a lot of things that were out of their control, such as COVID. So a lot of these movies like Black Widow and stuff released far later than they were supposed to. And so they used the TV shows to um, kind of, you know, give you something in between that because the movies weren't coming out at like the clip that they're going to be coming out in the next, oh, Jesus Christ, three or four years. Jeez. Um and so now it's going to be over with. I can't remember what they said was ending four. Was it going to be Ant Man? I think. I think Ant Man ends four or something like that. And that's going to be in um hmm. February. So interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Which is like, nigga, please. But um, <laughs> that's what I meant by interesting. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> nigga, please. I'm not seeing that shit. I have. I honestly have not seen a Marvel movie since like Shang Chi. I'm. I'm pretty much out on all of them. They're like, they do nothing for me. Mm. But. Um, so now they're basically coming in and the phase five is going to be, uh, I'm guessing introducing the fantastic four and blade and all this other stuff. And it's going to end with the two Avengers movies, two in five months, might I add, uh, the Kang dynasty and secret wars, which I'm sorry, bruh. Secret Wars is one of my favorite arcs of all time. They're not about to pull this off. (laughs) <laughs> not with what they not with what they have currently constructed. They're not about to pull this off. And without the X Men, they're not about to pull this off. I, huh. I, I I I'm really concerned. I saw all that stuff, and I was like, I'm very concerned about like because my thing is this: there's there's got to be a bottleneck of where it's like everything is must see until it isn't, you know. And it's like right. all we have now in theaters is two hundred million dollar movies. Yep. You know what I mean? And big movies. And I was like, I remember when we used to have small movies. I remember like how many like black movies have come out. You had Jordan Peele come out with Nope. That was a, that was a lot of people said it was a, is a disappointment because it didn't make as much as us, but 45 million for a rated R movie in this time. It's mm-hmm. pretty damn good for our original. Pr- it is an original script, original, yeah. not based on a comic book. That is fantastic. And it's not a sequel. That is fantastic. But when you look, you look what you have coming up. It's a bunch of sequels. I think the only kind of original kind of 
thing that's not a sequel is like the rock black adam is that that's in october but you know that's gonna get three sequels you know what i mean like it's i know people are excited and the rock is almost older in that movie too by the way he looks fucking ancient <laughs> i don't know why the, the, the botox ain't botox and no more because <laughs> you're getting too much of it you need to hit up whoever's doing ll cool j's botox and <laughs> And, and, and make sure his face is as smooth as that because i was like yo that man looks whoo it's hidden all right yeah. no so i mean right now you have these phases and they're happening you know like my my concern is that like you you get a sense of diminishing returns where like now you even see marvel fans saying if it didn't make a billion it's a flop you know what i mean like or it's, a, it's on the lesser and i'm like these if, the, if a movie makes 500 600 700 million dollars that's a success you know what I mean, but the thing is, is that they're they're over they're over exaggerating shit with all of this. Like, there, there's going to be people that fall off of it because they're, they're like, what do we? How many movies you expect me to watch to understand this shit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's kind of how, where I'm at with this. I kind of tapped in for the Avengers and then Spider Man and then the Avengers and Game and then I guess Spider Man again. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and then I was like, "Yeah, I can't do all this. No, I don't care about any of these people." Especially when I saw the Avengers Ed game, and I was like, "I don't even like a lot of these people, to be honest with you." And Um, and they're not even gonna. I would imagine this is just my pie in the sky prediction that they're gonna probably bring back some of those old older, like Robert Downey and all them. They're probably gonna come back because they they do the multiverse shit. Mm -hmm. So like in order to get in order to get asses and seats, they're gonna probably bring back those guys again. It's like it's it's so transparent. And under the guise of, well, the comics did it, but it's just like, is this actually like none of these stories are original? You know what I mean? And that's what makes it more kind of like whatever. And and they don't really, to me, look like actual movies anymore. They look like like Power Rangers to me now. Yeah, it's kind of a lot. (laughs) It's kind of a lot. I'm not very drawn to it, but I was never drawn to it. But I was interested in seeing it. It's not to not Power Rangers, you know what I'm saying? That's a fantastic franchise, but it's a franchise that my thing with Power Rangers is, is like, and I think I said this before on Twitter or something. I was like, Power, the thing with Power Rangers is that they they understand that their universes, while they intersect, they all still need to have their own kind of original, you know, um, right. characters and subplots, even though they follow the same structure every season on Power Rangers. MCU follows it, and it looks worse and worse and worse every time. So you have jokes. That sometimes land, sometimes don't, and I think a lot of people like they love to see the moments. Mm-hmm. And I think that movies, to me, were or used to be more about kind of the the you know the end, the b- beginning, middle, and end. You know what I'm saying? It's not about that anymore. It's all about like who showed up at the at the end credits and what did the final battle look like. You know what I mean? And who got cast to do what? Like people, when you see Nope, I don't know if you've seen it yet, but it's like people look at Nope and they're like, well, I didn't understand this, so it was terrible. You know what I mean? Because it it's like it's making you think, <laughs> and, and I like, like I, I think like that. that I don't know. Huh? I said I like movies like that, so maybe I should go see yeah, it. But, yeah, but it's 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 like you know, I, I'm down for Blade because I like Mahershala Ali. Do I have any faith that it's going to be a good movie? Absolutely not. But I'm <laughs> going to see it. Because I love the franchise, and that's probably the only thing I'll probably go go tap into. But like as a whole, I think that like the convergence of like nerd culture into geek culture into pop culture. Is has become um, very capitalistic. It's, it's very capital. Like obviously, capitalism ruins everything, but it, it is now that now. You know what I mean? Like, let's just go. Let's just go pitch the Attack on Titan series of films. Like we should. I would love that. <laughs> I would. I would love that because let's, my thing about Attack on Titan. That. 
Yeah. Like my thing about that is that like that could be either a tightly constructed TV show. This this in the event because I, I look at Attack on Titan like it's like the Game of Thrones that animated me. Like in terms of how how rich the the characters are, how like kind of crazy it goes, the time aspect of it, um, the the you know the humanity of it all, if you will, or it could be a movie. You know what I mean? Like I like the idea of, of Attack on Titan being that because again, it is storytelling that gives you that beginning, middle, and an end. You know what I mean? And um, I really enjoy Attack on Titan a lot. I appreciate that because I enjoy it as well. And I would like to see more people enjoy it. I'm, I'm urging our A-Show fans to watch this so we can all talk about if, if, if the A-Show fans, I know Cyrus is going to hate this because he doesn't really like Attack on Titan. But if this, the, thing, the thing is, that Cyrus, I, I thought Cyrus said he had never like watched it all the way through because he didn't like the animation. I think that's what he told me. He didn't. He, yeah, he doesn't like the way it's drawn for sure. Um, especially in the first three seasons. Um, but if you guys that watch what it, is. I, I didn't even notice. That is what it is. I, I, I wouldn't even, I didn't even notice yeah. that shit. Uh, if you guys watch it, I feel like we could talk about it because <laughs> I like to, especially con- considering it's ending next year, um, even though the manga is already finished and stuff like that. So it already has the ending parts of that. But especially since it's ending next year, I'm ready to kind of like, I'm ready to start my campaign for AOT being pretty much number one. Um, but it's already there to me. It's, I mean, it's there to me as well. And, and it, it's up there. Like my thing is I, I, if, if I had to choose, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm older. So like Trigun was up there for me. You know what I mean? Like, uh, it's just coming back. Not really, yeah. It's coming back. But it's like Trigun to me is one of the, and, and again, like Trigun has its issues. The story doesn't actually start until like episode 17. <laughs> Like you know, episode one, and I was just like, I'm I'm gonna come back to this. (laughs) (laughs) But 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 again, it's it's showing you who Vash is as a character. You know what I mean? And it's it's letting it breathe. It's letting a lot of things breathe. You get you get a little bit of a of a tease, but you don't know. You know, but but the thing is, is that the the way that they used to adapt anime back in the day, it's not how they do it now. It's not one. It was it's not one to one anymore. Not like now they got the money to do that. Of course. You've seen how Demon Slayer is kicking ass and doing like this one of the oh, I could talk about anime forever, but we do actually have announcements that we need to get to, which is more important than all the stuff that you're talking about. But I mean, if you guys want to hear more uh, conversations on Marvel and stuff like that, make sure you guys check out the black. Ugh, I was about to say the black print, the black variant um, X and Van. Come on, just check it out. The black variant. You know where it is, RNC Radio. Turn up, follow the Black Variant RNC on Twitter. I'm sure they will have a rich conversation on what happened at San Diego Comic-Con over the last weekend. Um, with that said, we have announcements. Mm-hmm. First things first. I'm the realist. Uh, the A-Show Revenge Tour t-shirts are finally, finally finally going on sale and if you have not followed us on twitter if you follow us on twitter you've already seen this but i just want to make it clear for those who just exclusively listen and are banned from twitter or refuse to go on twitter or anything else they'll be available for pre-order this friday so everyone you've seen them online uh, apparently I, I tried to make it as dark as i could without everyone uh <laughs> seeing it but everyone shared it nonetheless because why how could you not at this point um they're great quality t-shirt i mean let me tell you people they're great quality t-shirts this is great quality t-shirts i'm gonna say it again great 
quality t-shirts. We did our due diligence in looking for these shirts. So the pre-order is going to be a... There you go. <laughs> the pre-order... You might want to do two of them. Um, <laughs> but the pre-order will be available um, this Friday, 729. Make sure you guys tap in. It's going to be ready. I know people are excited about the shirts. And this is our first bit of merch. So very, very excited about it. And shout out to you, man, because... Um you you really like put your foot in this one from from moment one well you know what you know what's so great about this is that these would not have been possible without the patrons so shout out to the patrons because this none of this would have been possible like none of it everything that we did was funded by the patreon so it's like i've i've done projects with the lookout and stuff like that where we had to fund our own stuff and we'll do it but we just can't do a lot this one, mm-hmm. I'm very, very happy to see that we can kind of like the vision isn't necessarily impacted by like budget or anything of the rather. Like we can get right. funky however we want to get funky with these stuff. And it's mm-hmm. really thanks to the patrons. So shout out to you guys and thank you guys. Um, yeah. Next big announcement. Next week, episode 250 of The A Show. We will be doing it live. And mm-hmm. when I say live, I mean live, like video, audio, same time, you watching it in real time, something that we've never done with the A show before in 250 episodes. Next week, Tuesday, August 2nd, 8 p.m., 5 p.m. So Patreon people just, you know, you're going to get it a little bit later. Um but episode 250 of the A show will be live. It'll be available on our YouTube page. You might say, y'all got a YouTube page? Yeah, we got a YouTube page, um, which is currently being populated. So if you actually search it on YouTube, it's there. So make sure you tap in. We've thrown up some old clips that I'm very, very happy and excited about. Um, <laughs> yeah, man, you you sent me some clips and I was like, damn, we really called it. So I can't wait to see y'all. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait to see to see everyone listen to it. Yeah, so we we've been throwing up like some throwback stuff. You don't got to listen to all the entire old episodes back, but you can listen to segments. I made sure to throw up like our first thoughts on AEW, like our first when they had a rally. Remember when they had a rally? A rally? <laughs> a rally? Our <sighs> responses, our responses to this legendary. Okay, <laughs> like on the nose. But, but, <laughs> There was a question, just a spoiler, like there was this there was a question that I said, or there was a statement I said, I said, if they keep hiring WWE niggas, then it's over. They can't do that. And I said, damn, I really called it. <laughs> <laughs> Nonetheless, we got some good stuff up there, some interviews, some videos, some all this other stuff like that. So make sure you guys tap into the YouTube and make sure you subscribe to the YouTube because when we go live next Tuesday, we're going to be live. It's going to be during NXT. We're giving up. I'm giving up NXT for a week. It won't be live during his NXT, but it'll be live during my NXT. So mm-hmm. I hope they don't do anything crazy. Um, we also got. All right, maybe you should intro. We're not, we're not done. Yeah, yeah, we're maybe not you done. should intro this yeah, we one. Got, we got we got giveaways. Uh, the foot the Wale Footlocker Mache, Mosh is it Mosh Match whatever. Uh, that <laughs> that merch. Uh, we we got we got some of that. We got some of that. We're gonna give it away. Um, we're, we have not figured out how we're going to give it away yet, but we need you guys to tap in. But the thing is, everyone's going to be eligible to get this merch. 
Um, but we want people to to get into the Patreon. So we're gonna find a way to, to get you guys that merch and, and get you in on the Patreon as well. But um what what size I, I think what the thing is is that, that our sizes range. So it goes from medium to what'd you get? What'd you get, Mills? <laughs> so I got XL. So Okay, so medium and XL. <laughs> I got XL. So if you like them large, <laughs> I'm gonna give a couple of them away. Um if you like them J5 size, you know, very uh Svelte, as I would say. Um, <laughs> I'm not that anymore. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you're svelte, it'll fit anyway. Um, so mediums or XLs, like that's essentially what we got. If we could get more, we'll get more. But if we can't, medium and XLs, to be honest with you. Um, so if you're interested in that, we can definitely do that um, and set that thing up. Um, so we're going to do that giveaway. Should we just do it next week? Yeah, we'll do it next week. We should do it next week during the during the live show. Okay. So. Yeah, let's do that. All right. That sounds good. So, um, so merch, merch is for pre-order on Friday. We're doing a free giveaway of the Wale Foot Locker uh, collection yeah. after that. If oh. you show up to the YouTube page, you might get you might walk away with something. How about that? Yeah. Show up to the mm-hmm. show up to the two, episode 250. You might walk away with something. Um mm-hmm. And then, of course, final bit of news. We want to urge you guys to continue to donate to the Wrestling Club, the GoFundMe, of course. Um, The Road to WrestleMania. These kids went to Raw last night. They had a blast. They, I can't tell you, what was the first WWE live show that you went to? WrestleMania 24. Oh, yeah. All right. Well, all right. The bar is pretty high. I went to... I mean, I, I, I hate even saying that, but, like, come on. We didn't have no, a lot of money. If, when you, I if you listen, if you're going to WrestleMania, you're going to WrestleMania. Um, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, but these kids went to Monday Night Raw in Madison Square Garden, which is like going to WrestleMania. More specifically, like, WrestleMania 20 or, like, 15 through, like, 2. Um, but <laughs> they went there. I gotta say. I, I got to say, before we even go there, I, I I salute some of the podcasters and podcasts that did give, that, that, that answered my challenge, and they responded in kind. So shout out to y'all. The kids appreciated it. It wasn't for me. It was for them. I got into a lot of real, or a lot of like BS over the, over the, over putting people to task for that la- uh, last week. Did you see some of that? I did. Of course. Why wouldn't you? <laughs> It was crazy. It's like it a regular crazy. thing. <laughs> I, I literally all I said was all I said was yo, do this. But then I then I had tweeted something earlier, I guess, where it was just like, hey, I'm not paying forty dollars for this ROH pay per view, which we're gonna talk about um on Patreon today. But um and then somebody was like, Don't don't watch it. And I was just like, Well, did you are you can, can you donate instead of like trying to like argue with me all the time? And dunk on me, bro. Like you're better than on, me. Man. I would have been like, I don't want your stinking money, but you got them bag anyway. <laughs> All money clean, nah. <laughs> All money kids. clean, nah. It is, baby. It's for the kids. Not for us. I was like, we we not. I wasn't even on that. You know what I'm saying? And then this person was like, you call, you try to call me broke. I said, I ain't never call you broke. Thought it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it. I ain't call you. Um. Mine, I, I ain't saying on on the timeline, but I said it over there. But yeah, but shout out to all the podcasts that that did tap in with us and you know did it for the kids. They they're over seventy five hundred, so, you know, seventy five hundred right now. Man. So we we getting there. Listen, we getting there. 
I got I got one more thing that I want to stick in in this first early segment before you head over to Patreon and then we come back and then we talk about a whole bunch of other stuff like that. I'm going to send you this clip that I want you to play because this clip, this is the funniest thing all weekend to me. So, okay. you know which one it is. Oh, my God. Just sent it to you. I want you to play it. I want you to play it. You want to talk about it? You want to talk? All right. I want, yeah, right, I want you me, to play it. Let me bring it up. Set it up. I'm setting up the clip right now. I hope it worked. I really, I miss tweet deck. I swear. <laughs> you don't even tweet anymore. He's just like, I don't, this isn't worth it. I, I barely, you notice I barely tweet now, right? <laughs> this is not worth it. All right. All right, here we go. I would like to have a mixed tag match with myself and Adam Cole, who is my boyfriend. Nice. With possibly CM Punk and his beautiful wife who when's he putting a ring on that finger what's going on let's talk about that you know you're gonna pick a fight that you can't win let's let's talk about like how me and my wife his wife is one of my we don't trifle with boyfriend girlfriend duos you know what i'm saying (laughs) we're working on it we're busy i'm a wrestler and a dentist so you know wife is down you're a wrestler and a dumbass and a dentist open your ears open your ears oh dentist i forgot i'm sorry yeah but wife soon, someday. Not not today. <laughs> yeah, hey, that's so much to unpack from this. <laughs> what a, that is the greatest and also crabbiest. <laughs> Listen, if, if if anyone's trying to lie to you and say he's making a difference in that locker room, that's that. <laughs> My man, she's like pouring her heart out. She's a big fan of, you know, him and his wife. And he's like, immediately he doesn't say that's awesome he says we don't mess with that boyfriend girlfriend crap no before he said that he's like why doesn't he put a ring on it what's up with that <laughs> it's like it's continuing to add the legacy adam cole being a loser <laughs> Britt wasn't on that that shoot interview shit then was she <laughs> No, she wasn't at all. And first of all, shout out to shout out to Johnny Barnes, who was like looking at the clip and it was like, yo, who did they invite to AEW for media? And they're like, and Johnny Barnes says notable chatterbox Orange Cassidy. <laughs> <laughs> like, why is Orange Cassidy and, and Darby Allen doing media for anything? And it, it looked as though Jay was completely overdressed for the occasion. <laughs> she dressed like a star. Everyone else is underdressed. <laughs> <laughs> she knew what time it was. Come on now, good so, lord. <laughs> so, so like, where'd she find a blazer with, without sleeves? How about that? Also, she wearing the mid top Jordan. Come on, man, get get out of here with that. Get out of here with that. Get out of here with that. Okay, is, can I say it right now? She don't want to get married to that that nigga, man. <laughs> She don't want to get She said we busy. What's he busy doing? <laughs> you the dentist? Like what you really like what's really? he doing? He you the di- you, I get it. Oh, I get it. You're the dentist, he's the streamer. I get it. Yeah, all right. <laughs> and they make it work yeah. somehow. Somehow. This, you know, Darby Allen this, is corpusing on the side. He's dropped all gimmick. <laughs> this nigga Adam better be calling Triple H because you know what happened when you sign with the E. You you get the house, then you get you married. Everyone, 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 everyone. <laughs> That's just you it. You go to EW, you stream more. Get your stream on. You know, everybody sit on the, the same full size bed and, you know, talk about their streams and stuff. You know what I'm saying? Um, 
All right, that's what I want to talk about. That was so funny to me. That's still the funniest clip I've had all weekend, to be honest with you. Poor Jade. I, uh, <laughs> there's a lot to unpack there. Also, Jade and the only black person there is crazy. All right, uh, we're going on Patreon. We'll be back for uh, a very special No Holds Barred um, session this week. We are back. You won't break my soul. You won't. Listen, Beyonce Friday this week. I don't care. Scrub all your social campaigns away. They mean nothing. <laughs> it's Beyonce. So many, so many. Midnight memes. to midnight. <laughs> From midnight to midnight, it is Beyonce. So many memes, I swear. Uh, we got a big, I mean, this is, I, where do we start? <laughs> Ooh. Start with uh, the big dog. We, 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 you know what? I'll say this. I have definitely thought about doing an emergency podcast about this because the news is so, this is, I'm, we are still doing a podcast and, we, and we've gone through this, which is why I never thought this was something I'd live through, even though I thought I would live definitely like longer than Vince McMahon or past Vince McMahon. Um, but Vince McMahon out of WWE, to be honest with you, you could see it coming with the way Nick Khan has been running things over the last three years. Yeah, we would have expected it in the next two to three years. Yeah, to be honest with you, like, first, first of all, the other two McMahons were like Audi as well. It was just like, all right, whatever. And now Vince, he didn't even see it coming. But he did. Um, where do we start? Friday afternoon. Vince McMahon said, it's 77 years old. I'm retiring. <laughs> I said, damn. <laughs> it was, it was, it was the way that, you know, it was the way that we would, we would expect that he would, um, he would have tapped Tweeting? out. Yeah. <laughs> it, 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 <laughs> Tweeting? Damn. I didn't expect him to go out like this, man, but I guess Twitter still has some sort of value. Um, he thanked everyone in the universe, said he's out. Um, they right after that a, pre- a press release said that Vince McMahon would be relinquishing all his duties. That's including on creative. Remember, he stepped down literally like three three weeks ago. We were talking about him stepping down. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. and um, he was still in creative, and then he was out of creative, or now he's out of creative. Uh, Stephanie McMahon and Nick Khan are now the co CEOs. Um, who knows how long that will last? I don't uh, expect it to last long. <laughs> I, I don't. I, I, I'm looking at a situation where Nick Khan will probably be the CEO pretty soon. I will say so, or that they sell this thing, but I can't well, see. Well, you'd want to move Stephanie back down to what she was probably doing, what she took a leave of absence from. And I think that right. she probably needs, they haven't backfilled that role yet. So they're probably going to have her fill that role again. So, yeah, it's a co-CEOs to me. For a major billion dollar company, I don't want to say it's unheard of, but it's definitely not something that they're going to continue doing for a long yeah, period of time. Because as we said a couple of weeks ago, when we kind of speculated about why she she stepped down or, or took a leave of absence is because she wasn't able to close those deals that was making money. And Nick Khan needed her to do that. And Nick Khan is the one that's closing these deals. So I doubt anything's changed in the month. <laughs> Remember, it was literally only a month that she was gone and she was she was right back. And. I would imagine that that's going to change. Um, Triple H, who had just returned <laughs> earlier last week <laughs> to work, 
is the EVP of talent relations, meaning that Bruce Pritchard, who had been filling in that role and everyone said that he was doing a pretty good job in that role and there hadn't been any stress from that, is now back to heading up, uh, is now back in creative, but he now answers the Triple H, who is now the head of creative. I mean, talk about holding it down. <laughs> talk about holding it down. Come on, Stephanie. Give your man a job and a promotion at the same damn time. <laughs> hey, listen, it, 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 as currently constructed meals, is this to to you the best outcome for not having Vince? As 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 currently constructed, you have Stephanie who, as long as she wants to do this, has at least thirty five more years that she could be doing this, like her father. Triple H, same thing. Nick Khan, possibly longer and could open up more opportunities. You have the future right there. Poor Shane. I swear, if Shane hadn't fucked that Royal Rumble, he'd be in this conversation. But he's not. And he would be, he would be definitely some talent relations. Yeah, we're better for it at this point. But as it currently constructed, is this kind of like, would you say, like the big three? Yeah, I would say so. And I really think, to be honest with you, if it wasn't for Nick Khan, I think this may fall flat sooner than we think. Because when you have two entities who all they kind of know is pro wrestling, there's definitely some positives to that, but there's some negatives and kind of like looking from the outside in or looking at the outside from the inside rather, and kind of seeing how it affects how, how WWE is perceived from the outside and how it could have a stronger presence from that. Um, And I think that's what Nick Khan brings to the table, which is why he's so invaluable to this, you know, this combination and which is why he's probably co-CEO um, despite only being in the really being hired over the last two years, um, he is you know and Stephanie McMahon and Triple H. I mean Triple H is someone that the he's been in this role in NXT. People trust him. A lot of his NXT graduates are there. I'm assuming a lot of people from NXT 2.0 now can trust that. Okay, something's going to go well for them or not. Who knows? Um, well, I, I want. He, but before we get to the Triple H part, let's get to the Vince part because Triple sure. H part is like its own colossal i feel like all three of these parts are their own colossal thing and with vince mcmahon he leaves behind i I, while i don't think his legacy would have been squeaky clean had he not have to exit in this manner but he leaves behind an even more complicated legacy where shout out to the people (laughs) sorry sorry to cut you off there are some people who is like thank you vince on twitter and stuff like that there's a good amount of people who didn't say a damn word. <laughs> and not to say that they were like, they hate Vince. I just think they knew it wasn't the time to be saying that right now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And so I, 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 think that went, I think that went with, went with who had a bigger impact on him. And I think I know what you're talking about. Like, I know a lot of people were swinging on Bailey for saying something, but it's like, I think that if he, I think for the people that he really kind of like for sure, like meals, like he, he really helped them out. They said something. And I think that, that, that that's not either way. I'm not, I'm not mad at that either way. You know, I just thought it was very interesting. Now, let's just say, sorry, I'm eating my, like when you have my multivitamins and you're just like, Oh, I should probably take those. Um, oh God! <laughs> anyway, so with, with with Vince, he leaves behind a really complicated legacy. I, I don't think it is as like as much as people want to say that it's it's closed door on him. Like you know, bye, bitch, it's over. It's not going to be like that for the large majority of people. And there's so what many. Do you think, what do you think is next with him? Like, what does he do? 
Philan- I, I think philanthropy would probably be the best way. Like, use your money for something good. You know, philanthropy. Yeah. I don't think he's going to be, you know, he's going to be out the company, but I don't think he's going to be out of the public eye. I think he'll still be doing stuff. You know what I'm saying? He's going to be investing in something. Right. Um, and and they pretty much found out, I mean, they pretty much, the, the investigation was like, yeah, he used his own money, but he used it for WWE stuff, which is basically like using WWE money. <laughs> yeah. So it's it, dirty money. It's bad. Like, the, here's the thing. It, it, it turned into a situation of not what he did but how he tried to hide it yeah and i think that people are conflating those those like actions very similarly he's not getting in trouble for that stuff he's getting in trouble because he used the money to do it you know what i mean and and again complicated it's a very complicated issue the feelings are going to be very complicated because this is someone who for a lot of the for a lot of what we do, he's the reason why we do it. There would be no AEW without this guy. There'd be no a lot of stuff without this guy. Let's just just let's just call it like it is. He's he is and forever will be one of the greatest storytellers, one of the greatest promoters of our age. And no one's gonna take that from him. But when you look between the lines, it it it, it gets blurred. It becomes way more complicated. This is somebody who had issues uh that that have come up in the last couple of weeks with former referees. He's he's had issues now with women he's coerced and, and and not only just women he's coerced, but women he's had relations with while working for his company that he tried to pay off. Things that he's known, things that we don't even know that he's done. You know what I mean? That that are that are, that are gonna come to light. And it turn it, it comes up with the same way we do with music and like, you know, the R. Kelly thing, the 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 Weinstein thing. It becomes how do you you know, how do you how do these powerful men reckon with what they've done? And I think with, with Vince, he is the ma- just like he was the master of his success. He's literally the master of his downfall. And, and that's what this is going to be looked at. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, Triple H. I think I don't, I don't know. To, I'm not. They need to stop. People need to stop saying. That he is going to bring my black and gold. I think just wrestling fans are so weird. Like they, not wrestling fan, internet fans are just so weird. Um, and me as an internet fan, I know how hypocritical this is. But I'm also like based in reality and not like delusion. Um, <laughs> so I it, people. Who, <laughs> I was gonna you. use that for the Rhea Ripley Dominic thing, and it just played for no reason. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> oh damn! That would have been a great moment. Um, <laughs> run it back. Put that on ice. We coming back to that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> why, Lord? Um, oh, go ahead. <laughs> no, I don't think Black and Gold is coming back at all. I think WWE has a vision. They've already established this path that they want to continue, that they want to start with and, and go against. He's acknowledged the failures of Black and Gold, even though the time was popping, if you're a wrestling fan. And to be honest with you, if you enjoy Black and Gold, there is about seven years of Black and Gold that you can watch on Peacock right now, if you mm-hmm. really do. I, I'll be honest, I've gone back and watched it. I, when I posted that picture of Velveteen Dream and Aleister Black, I was watching that match because I was like, damn, this is good storytelling. And then everyone, you know, agreed despite being like, damn, Velveteen Dream really fucked up. Um, 
but you can go back to that, but they're heading in a new direction, and I think he's going to be a, a major proponent of that. WWE's growth. Triple H is very much he's bought into what Nick Khan and Vince and Bruce and all of them wanted to do. I, I don't think it's a it's a sense of, well, now I get to go back to the old way there. You have your alternative that he wanted to create. You have that. It's on Wednesdays. Y'all don't watch it or or rather not all of y'all watch it. Or you know I'm kind of thinking, <laughs> yeah, like, I mean, look at even like NXT ratings, 2.0 ratings. They were they were terrible. Now they've kind of. They've stabilized it like a seven hundred solid seven hundred a week. They 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 have a fan base. They people watch that shit now. I mean, it's us, but yeah, it's definitely <laughs> they definitely have a fan base. It's worse. But I mean, here's the thing: there was niggas that just wasn't even us wasn't watching it. You know what I'm saying? Like people are watching it. No, you're, you're right. right. You're right. Um, so I don't know what happens with the WWE next. With any, you know, Vince McMahon's kind of. Re- you know, run regime is over. It's been part of WWE for pretty much damn near all of his life. Um, if I had to guess based on me knowing what happens when presidents or CEOs or things change, people will leave <laughs> or be kicked out. Mm-hmm. Um, people are already <laughs> looking at Bruce and just being like, eh, you never know. I, I the thing is, is that Bruce gets along with everybody, and more than anything, he gets along with with H. So, do people? Do people? Re- I mean, I always, I'm just more concerned if people are receptive to change because there's a lot of it that's coming. In ter- well, just look, terms of, look at the shit show Bruce has been around since 2019 when he came back. I mean, but it's all Vince sponsored shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? NXT shit. What was I mean? Was a lot of it was, was him. I, I really think of anyone is is out. He done. would probably be this because he's been yeah done is probably out. Bruce has been around for so long, and honestly, he he like to be like he doesn't need this shit. You know what I mean? Like he could he nah, could he leave doesn't tomorrow. He could leave tomorrow. He'd be fine. But I think that his mind is still there's a lot that that he probably does that we don't know that he's done. You know what I mean? And there's right. there's a lot that he gets like when we when Bruce came back, we saw a lot more pre tapes. We saw a lot more. We saw a lot more like like video stuff introducing people. Like again, like. I, I think that the as far as the development of the writers that they have, I think they would lean on Bruce if not for the next six to nine months as everything gets in, you know, changes. Kevin Dunn, they could find somebody literally tomorrow that worked at like NFL or something and in and, and do these shows. I mean, I mean yeah. imagine WWE looking different <laughs> by next That's year. That's what I'm saying. I'm just like, yo, you know, my opinion. Because the thing it's is the issue isn't really what's going on in the creative. Let's let's just be honest. The issue isn't isn't what's going on in creative as far as like ratings and the deals that they're getting goes. They they're doing that for like quality control issues, right? So it's just like a lot of people will not feel beholden to Vince's whims, and it's going to be a lot more collaborative. Triple H said it himself in the meeting before Madison, Madison Square Garden on Monday. It's going to be more collaborative. You're going to be able to come up to me. You're going to be able to talk. We'll see what happens with that. I think that uh, I think that a lot of what Monday was was like. Okay, that was cool, but what's going to happen next week, right? It was, it was like this is, this is, this is y'all Madison Square Garden show. I can't really judge that on on any on any change. I feel like if Vince was there, it still would have kind of, it still would have been an enjoyable show regardless. You know what I mean? Right, 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 like, right. What's going to happen in a couple of months? And I think that having it having it look different makes it look more enticing to, again, TV deals are coming up. You know what I mean? Like they were vulnerable 
to me, the company was vulnerable as fuck last week with all the stuff coming out. Mm-hmm. And then you look at the stocks and they're going up and nobody seems that they seem excited about this. So it's like, again, I, I was listening to people saying they're, 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 they're vulnerable. Like, you know, Tony could take over now. I'm like, no, they're, they're, they're hotter than they've ever been. And Shut even up. With, <laughs> even, what, is it a lie? No, I'm like, why would anyone say that? Like, why would that be your first response? Like, that's what I mean by like internet wrestling fan. I'm like, yo, what the the era of delusion that you live in doesn't even allow for space for realistic things, <laughs> like yeah. realistic thoughts. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. it, it it's crazy how that's the first conclusion that you jump to. I mean, I could understand it as a joke because I joke, but. Come on, man! Don't tell me Tony's taking over WWE. Like, no, well, well, not taking over. Like they could AEW could overtake the E. Oh, and I'm like, I don't even think that that was even. That's even WWE's possible. an institution. I don't even know if you. It's an institution it, that passes through multiple generations. AEW just got here, and it still hasn't broken ground on just expanding past itself. You know. Yeah, no, it, it's it, it is it's crazy to see to me that usually when crises like this happen, it takes a really long time for them for a company to make moves. They made these moves. I think Vince saw the writing on the wall. It's going to get worse. Y'all go ahead and get it. I'm glad they did that. He needed to go. Like we said, he needs to go. He needed to go sit his ass down somewhere. And he did it. The swiftness, I think, is what caused a lot of people to be optimistic about what's going on because they saw the issue and they and they cut them out completely you know what i mean um it's gonna be very interesting man i i I, for the first time we just don't this summer has been crazy summer 2022 we're always gonna remember just like we remember summer 2020 you know what i mean so like we'll see we'll see but it's it's promising i think they got a they got a strong core of executives right there and people always want to triple a here's my thing with triple h thing meals they talk so bad about the guy. They talk so they talk so mean about him. Called him the failed son. Said all types of mean stuff about him. He had medical issues. Now it's okay. What's up with that? Niggas is weird. That's all I got to say about that. <laughs> to be honest with you, like people move so funny. Oh my god, I don't know. I can't. I, I can't deal. So I just opt not to. I scroll past it on Twitter. To be honest with you, I can't get yeah. into the discourse of this because it's too. It's not based in reality at all. Like you, you're just arguing now. What are you arguing about? How Triple H books your favorite person that happened like three years ago? Like who cares? Yeah, I can. <laughs> like, people I are worried about like Bianca and her, like Bianca's fine. She's more than fine. You seen her <laughs> schedule? Oh, there they go. They outside your house. There they go. I mean, there they are. I mean, it just is what it is. But Bianca's more than fine. Everybody's you think, fine. You think Triple H will come in and say, all right, Bianca, you're out of here. Hell it's no. Rizmo. It's real country now. You know? <laughs> you might say that for a couple months. <laughs> but, nah, you can't. Bianca now, she's ingrained. She is part of the fabric that is WWE right now. Her face on everything. Yeah. Everything. I think it's because so. they still feel as though a NXT title run will will validate the career of her, which is like people are so weird about Bianca in general. I think where it's like she had to be like eighty eight Hogan, or else it doesn't matter. <laughs> she kind of close to be honest with you, but we get into that. Her braid fell off this week. That was interesting. We talk about that. Um, 
or at least shifted to the side or something happened to that thing. Uh, Jonathan Gresham. We yeah. talked about this. If you guys have not subscribed to the Patreon, patreon.com backslash the A show RNC. We talked about it on our Patreon about the ROA show that happened over the weekend. Um, I'm sure you guys will enjoy our thoughts on it. Uh, Jonathan Gresham, former Ring of Honor champion. Ring of Honor champion as of a few days ago. Reign was ended seemingly in, in, the, in the span of a, of, a, of a 1030 match in Rampage. Uh, his title reign was over. And Fightful Select learned that Jonathan Gresham is requesting his AEW ROH release. Now, now if, you, if I can. I think he got it. By the way. You think so? If you, yeah, if I can, could I read this report? And if anything sticks out to you, sir, please just feel free to interject. Well, that he's black. <laughs> <laughs> We're told that Gretchen met with Tony Khan and others at 4 p.m. before death, before dishonor, and was admittedly heated and not happy with the direction of his booking and his character. It was agreed upon that the context of this conversation would remain private. And details originally didn't seem to emerge from anyone in the locker room. However, by the time the conversation was over, the locker room and staff could physically hear how it went down. What is he's telling a story? This man, <laughs> SRS, he's telling a story with this one. What does Tony um, sound like yelling back? <laughs> well, uh, well, uh, well, you know, well, I'm punk. He's a resident of the world. Claudio just you know Claudio in this moment just has to win. Um Gresham had spoken with QT Marshall multiple times over the past week, albeit briefly, which we've heard went well. It was also noted that Sanjay Dutt was a point of contact. The frustration on Gresham's part seemed to be the direction of creative, which ultimately ends with Tony Khan. And not being able to be given answers as a result. Gresham was supposedly told that those decisions had to be run by Tony, who he wasn't able to meet with until a few hours before the show. Little did he know that the boom was already dropped. I included that in myself. Um, <laughs> I'm almost sure Jonathan Gresham walked in that locker room and him and <laughs> Tony Khan and Cesaro were chuckling up. He's like, I'll see you later, nigga. <laughs> he was just like, so he, Tony said, so you bought a boat, my nigga? And then Cesaro was like, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to show you later. I'm, let me grab my phone and I'll be right back. That's what I'm sure what Cesaro said. Um, and they was like, oh, hello, Jonathan. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we're just shooting shit man what's good man <laughs> the general preferred process is that the talent speaks to AEW coaches who are then in contact with Tony Khan if the conversations are about booking then they have to be relayed to Tony the coaches pass on a dozen ideas either from themselves or talent to Khan who is then in charge of making those ideas a reality or deciding that they don't fit those answers are then relayed back to the talent for those asking about names involved in that, it's usually AEW coaches as well as Christopher Daniels, QT Marshall, Pat Buck. That's um, a nasty, nasty, nasty lineup. If you if you if you are holding my career in your hands, that is a nasty lineup. <laughs> that is a, a, a death row. You ain't getting a straight answer back. <laughs> we talked to him. Trust, and just I can't trust Pat Buck because he he'll lie and dip on a nigga and then turn around and go sign with with another nigga. I just can't trust QT Marshall. I don't know. Maybe he's a good guy. I don't know. Maybe he is. Um, there are also plenty of situations. You know, I'm going to skip that part. It was said that AEW side of things believed that Gresham came into the meeting with his mind made up, and they had not seen heated like that before. Chalking it up to Gresham being passionate about his beliefs in ROH, the brand, and himself. 
They felt as there was a disconnect between the access to speak to people about their creative and the be becoming perceived creative control. Gresham was said to have a vision for his creative direction and where things should go with him, and it was different from what Tony Khan and ROH had hoped for him. This is some listen. This shit happens is, in WWE Tony, all is, the time, by the way. <laughs> yeah, it does. But is Tony is Tony running his 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 company like uh, How to Make It in America? <laughs> Potentially. I mean, to be honest with you, maybe. This is crazy. This is crazy. Specifically, we learned that Gresham wasn't in favor of turning heel, but it was at ROH believed that there was a bigger picture for that. Bigger picture meaning Cesaro whooping that ass. Um, Meaning that you would be a heel, you get beat, you get sent to dark, and you'd be another black guy on dark. We're told that the finish had been at least hinted to Gresham, but no word on if he knew before Saturday. He said, he said, hey, so when uh, after Saturday, right, we got to talk about the plans. We got to talk about what's going on. <laughs> he was just I, like, I got some ideas of some niggas I want to face. I want, you know, let me get into it. Brian, <laughs> I think. He said, a good- <laughs> he said, Brian who? Brian Adams? <laughs> <laughs> like, what the fuck are you talking he about? Said, I think a great, I think a great match with the. Uh, you know, title with title. What do you think about that? Rampage. I know you can't really do it on Dynamite, but Rampage. Moxley versus Gresham. I think it'll do big numbers on Rampage. Um, I'm sure he said a lot of things. Listen to me. The writing was on the wall from the, early, the tweets that I saw earlier today. Like Those tweets were sad. And, and, and they were to the tone of essentially like, I haven't heard anything. Um, uh, you, you know, whatever. You don't talk to me. Whatever happens, happens. That's the kind of like gist I got with a lot of things. Um, Hold on. Let me see. I'm trying to pull up one of the tweets myself because I remember saying it. And it's like, it's like, to be honest, I've not really talked to Tony Khan. I've had very short conversations. And when I say short, I mean short. (laughs) That's literally (laughs) verbatim. (laughs) So I don't know. I would hope that he values me. I don't know, though. Um he said something else too that made me um, see it. But to be honest with you, it's a sucking situation for Jonathan Gresham, especially someone who came over as a ROH champion who worked to reach the top and was essentially kind of felt like felt like in this situation he was being told, "All right, we're going to take the title off of you, and chances are you probably going to have to start over." Yeah, um, you have to give it to a bigger star. Yeah, and for someone who held it down, you know what I'm saying? Like held it down. Felt like he wasn't disrespected. And to be honest, you as a world champion, if they town this as a world championship, it's a world championship now that Cesaro got it, I'll tell you that. But if they town this as a world championship, like the man was a world champion, treat him as such. You know what I'm saying? Like He had no he had no intention. I think we all saw this, but he had no intention of ever doing right by this guy. Nah. Well, for Jonathan Gresham ain't even where the octopus out. So that's how you knew the jig was up. (laughs) (laughs) One man did not even wear the octopus to the ring. He was like, no, let's get this shit over with. Um, He says, I mean, there's been, there's been rumors that he's stepping away from wrestling for a bit. Well, he shut Terminus down. He did shut Terminus down. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He, he, he seems like he's stepping away from a bit, especially with a lot of, you know, he has a lot of comments, a lot of other comments about like, I've never been embarrassed by my size. So when wrestling promoters are like, what's your height? I was like five, four. And they were like, did you feel as though that height quote had to do with maybe the conversation he had with somebody there? Cause that, that seemed a lot like, like very pointed, like, yeah, to be honest with you. Yeah. 
I could definitely see it happen in AEW, to be honest with you. Because um, the thing is, if they all short and you shorter than them, that's definitely like the uh, a perception issue there. Well, that that's they, not supposed know. to. Do, it's not supposed to be in right. AEW. Yeah, be all elite. You know what she, I'm saying? He's, he's shorter than Adam Cole, though, bro. So like, yeah. I mean, if you ever wanted an opponent for Adam Cole. That was that would that would be it. He said he also says another quote, it bothers me that you can have a white guy, number one, with no character be great, but then you can have a black guy, same. Oh, he needs a character. But why? Why can't he just be a good wrestler? I, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, I would like both. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I would like both, to be honest with you. Like, don't say <laughs> I don't think this is a race thing. I think this is a lack of interest thing. Like yeah. you re- thank you, thing outside. Um Nah, he needs a character. Like, you need a reference for people to fall in love with. You need some sort of story for people to attach on. You can't just be, like, very... You can't be a wrestling guy and then also be, like, 5'4". Like, you need yeah. something. You need to be yeah, it, it, If you're that tall, then you're pretty much... You're, like, a backyard wrestler at that point. I'm yeah, sorry. yeah. Be nigga I, butch. You I, know what I, I'm saying? I still like the idea and the look of a wrestler being larger than life. I'm sorry. That's just the way that I've, I've come up. You know what I mean? Like I do enjoy smaller like wrestlers, but it's like it's a body industry. It just is. But just I also is. think like he could you can make it work with the gimmick that you got. Like it really depends on the type of story that you're trying to tell. Yeah, like, it does. There, there's a there's a there's a there's a manga. Sorry if I'm bringing a lot of anime into this. There's a manga called Haikyuu about a volleyball thing, and the lead character is like a volleyball player, but he's incredibly short. But he makes it up. For having, I guess, yes, amazing ability. But it's the story that he's telling of like overcoming a lot of odds. Whereas he doesn't want to overcome odds. He just wants to be a really great wrestler. So he wants no story attached to this. He just wants to have bangers despite, you know, people need a story to tell. People need something to latch on to. So, I mean, we can end there with Jonathan Gresham. Um, I wish him the best. I hope it isn't over for him. He's an incredibly talented wrestler. I think he just needs to find a situation that fits best with him. And it um, clearly is an AEW or ROH or whatever ROH is. Let's hurry through the rest Max of this. Max Dupree. Yeah, Max Dupree. We've got a lot of stuff to talk about. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's true. Max Dupree. Um, Max Dupree, uh, un- we're unclear on his status right now because he was uh, he was reportedly taken out of the Maximum Male Model stable uh, and replaced with his sister, Maxine Dupree, um, who was called up from NXT. I forgot her name NXT. Um, uh Sophia forgot Sophia Sophia Grotwell Grateful Grotwell. Sophia. She was with um um what's my man name? I see you on Tuesday. Um what's my man's name? Uh Wahlberg? No. <laughs> <laughs> the big doofus guy, the big the big giant guy who's with Robert Stone. Oh, Von Wagner. Yeah, yeah, she was with them. Yeah. So. Von should have never, they, he should have not said that on that segment. He sounded <laughs> like, sound like a complete dork. Yeah, on Tuesday, I'm a, it's Tuesday today. I'm about to tweet it right now. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so we don't really know what's happened with Max Dupree. I wish him the best. It didn't seem like it was working. According to reports, Vince didn't like the vision that he was uh, producing for the maximum male models but to be honest with you vince not here no more so who cares <laughs> i'd be like well, I, think I, more than that. I think it was more than that um um it was also reported he was rubbing people the wrong way 
which I can get. Yeah. I can understand. Yeah. I mean, he's his own man. Let him, let him rock. You know what I'm oh, saying? We don't know what he was. <laughs> what? We don't, know, we don't know what he was doing to rub people the wrong way, but oh, that seemed true. to be the big, yeah. that seemed to be the bigger issue than him not connecting with, with, with Vince is that like a lot of people said that he was, he was like being, he, he was being tough to work with. So there you go. The tough to work he probably, with. He probably didn't like the shit, to be honest with you. He probably didn't like it. You know, you know, I know you got to do it. I know you got to do it, but he probably didn't like it. Well, well, well he going to be on the sidelines. You can't just come back as LA Knight, my nigga. <laughs> you just can't. I mean, no, he's not going to come back as LA. I mean, he might. Who knows? But- that, would be, <laughs> that would be insane. That would be yeah. like some Elias shit. Like, you can't just come back as, as LA Knight. Why the fuck not? <laughs> he's got to be a new character. Shut up. He's got to be a new character. I will, I will like, they're not going to explain this, are they? Nah, they're not. He's just going to show up. He's going to beat up somebody and show up. Or not. I mean, he might be released. Who knows? It's a, we're, in, we're in uncharted territory at this point. Um, let's quickly go through SmackDown and Raw. Um, I want, SmackDown you know, had nothing for me, though. It was nothing. It was a nothing show. I'll say that. It was it was a mm, What did happen? Like nothing really happened. Not Stephanie McMahon came out. Cried a little bit. Cried a little bit. Try to get us to thank Vince. I mean, granted the arena did thank Vince. Is if he's safe anywhere, it's on his own television show. Here's, here's my thing. They're never gonna stop thanking Vince. Nah. So. It's a, it's a, what's that? Um, it's a Pavlonian thing. Once no chance hits, you damn right I'm cheering and going crazy. I just can't. It's, it's embedded within me at this point. Com- complicated legacy. Complicated um, legacy. All I can say. Uh, had a face to face with Liv and Rhea. Right, <laughs> yeah, Ronda. we don't got to do that. We don't got to do that. Less said about that, the better. Uh, Volta, aka Gunther, continues Chop. to be a highlight of these shows to me. Chopping niggas. That's what he is. I like the match with with Nakamura and and, and Ludwig. I, I like I like this feud so far. It's very. I don't action. like how they. I don't like how they painted Ludwig in a corner because he had to win. <laughs> and then he, had to, not, he lost anyway. <laughs> yeah, and I was just like, "Why are we doing this? Why you had to paint him in a corner where he had to win against Nakamura, who needs all this momentum if he's going to be facing this champion guy?" Well, I mean, granted, him. it wasn't. Yeah, he he lost. You know, it was a little filthy, but still. Um, the big thing is that they said that Brock Lesnar had walked out after the announcement. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh, I forgot about that. It was like, well, we we all we did say that somebody was trying to get him back in the in the arena. Vince said, "I'm out," and Brock said, "Well, if you out, then I'm out too." <laughs> Brock said, "So am I." <laughs> and um, everyone was like, "Damn, they gonna have to change." To SummerSlam main event, Cultaholic was talking about Goldberg gonna be ready in the next eight days. I was the, like, you know they hit the they hit the Sasha Naomi shit. I said, all right, we missing a plot. But the thing is, is that people said people hit the Sasha Naomi. Are they gonna do the same thing they did to them? And then he showed up, and then they got quiet. Brock about his money. Brock about the biz. You know, Get the fuck out of here. It was a good moment though. The Boston pop. The thing is, Boston was hot all night for this garbage. So she, good yeah. on them. <laughs> <laughs> that is very, very true. Nah, I popped big for Brock coming out. I was like, yo, he's here. That's insane. He wasn't yeah. supposed to be here. If they good. planted that story, it was amazing. If they didn't, still amazing. It, it, it was really good. I, I want to play uh, 
I guess we we start. I want to start raw with with this this Logan Paul thing, but I, I want to play like a uh, one of the segment from it. So I'm gonna play a segment from it. Ready? Okay. Yes. All right. I gave you everything, Logan. If it wasn't for what I taught you, you wouldn't be back in the WWE without me. You wouldn't have a WrestleMania match without me. You wouldn't have a SummerSlam match, and then you turn around and challenge me. You owe everything to me, so let me be perfectly clear. I taught you everything you know. I didn't teach you everything I know. So at SummerSlam, you're not getting fun-loving dad, Miz. You're not getting reality show, Miz. You are getting big moment, Miz. Two-time Grand Slam champion, Miz. Beating John Cena in the main event, Miz. And when the dust all settles at SummerSlam, you and every moron here will know why I am awesome. Up. I called you out here to throw down, and all you do. Tough night for Logan Paul. <laughs> Great night for Miz. I don't know about you. <laughs> tough, tough night for him. Um,. I said this from the outset. It's going to be very hard to make him a baby face. I agree. It is very tough. Wrestling fans are conditioned to not like outsiders. Nor um, people like Logan. Well, I don't know. I guess if it depends on the side of your ethics and stuff like that. I guess he hasn't been as bad lately, but he was terrible before. <sighs> Man. I, we'll was, see what it, happens. It was rough. We'll see what happens. I, 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 there can't be a double turn here. I think Miz is just too good in his his position right here, right now, going on. Um, I think if Miz was a face and Logan was a heel in this one, it would be this feud would be fucking rocket buster. <laughs> yeah, because I mean, then you could give you could give Logan Champa. You know, like that would yeah. make a lot of sense. But um, I think Champ is doing stellar work here. Some some of the he's. It, I'm not gonna say the best work of his career, but it, it you know let it go on a little bit longer. You saw I, his I, show promo. Yeah, I saw it. You saw, saw him it. playing the role of me. Oh God, get the fuck out of here! <laughs> playing the role. Uh, where he learned that from? We talked about it before the show. Raw from um Raw from Madison Square Garden. Thought it was an enjoyable show. I, I would say like definitely check it out. Crowd was hot. First post event show. I think we'll always remember that. That's absolutely. Especially Roman Reigns will never let us forget that <laughs> with the scathing comment to theory. Yeah, I, I think people were trying to say that he was throwing a shot because like the the allegations, but I was like, no, nah, I don't think that's what he's trying to bring up at all. I think he's just making a general. Statement. Yeah, and he just he knew it would pop the crowd, and it definitely did. So he did exactly what he was meant to do, and I'm sure Vince laughed too. Um, yeah, I'm sure Vince was like, that that's why I did that to that motherfucker. Yeah, that's um, why I, yeah. You couldn't do this shit without me. Um, I, I'll say week to week, the theory stuff's kind of compelling. I'm not going to lie to you. He had 45 minutes on Raw this week. <laughs> we had 45 minutes in which he got his ass whipped for at least 95% of it. So, like, I'm, I'm cool. There, there's a, there is a level of plausible doubt for him that most other money in the bank contract holders have never had. You're absolutely right. No, you're right. Like, there's a level of doubt here that it could happen. I think the Vince thing has actually enhanced that doubt where if he were to lose... It would make sense because he doesn't have that help anymore. And if he was to win, it would make sense because it's showing him turning the leaf and saying he doesn't need Vince. Either way would be good for his character 
It's just how they pull this off. I think, what, what do you think? Well, I guess we, we could talk about what that was with SummerSlam, but had a segment with, with, with Roman. I thought he held, I, I, I think Theory is one of the rare people that actually holds well over the what chance. It does, he does not get frazzled by them. I mean, he's a student of the game. He's probably born in 2001, to be honest with you. So, you know, all about them damn what chance. Yeah. Um, he actually lets them do it. I, I think that it's funny. And then they stop doing it after a while because he sees that they, they notice that he's letting them do the what chance. He doesn't care. Um, another big thing from this, uh, Bianca Becky had a, had a brawl. I thought that was actually effective. You don't need to do much more with them. Just let them fight. Uh, Rey Mysterio's 20th anniversary rare moment in this company where they let some shit like this breathe right am i wrong yeah that's exactly what i said on twitter i was like wow they actually let him speak for 10 minutes uninterrupted without someone calling him and you know short guy dipshit all types of other stuff like that they let the moment yeah (laughs) they let i mean it came don't get me wrong it wasn't like it was not coming um i'm sure ray was pitches and i was like wow this is great and then they was like and then (laughs) when you get backstage (laughs) Gonna mush your daughter in the face and beat you up. <laughs> so we get backstage after they, and I thought the tech, like, send the fans home happy. Okay. Yes. There's nothing wrong with that tag match. I think it's fine. It was funny. It was, it was smart. They got their heat back in a sensical way. I couldn't believe that I was enjoying it. <laughs> I was like, wow, they actually got their heat back immediately after it happened. And it made sense. And I thought that it made them look kind of, um, kind of threatening and menacing when they did it but you know they turn you know, ray gets his his old gear which why didn't he have this gear Aaliyah? why where was this gear at who had it apparently all right so the story goes the story goes that he legitimately could not find that gear um and then it was found at his mom's house his mom <laughs> had the gear the entire time who uh he, he said this i believe so i read this somewhere okay that's 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 pretty that's, that's not i didn't know that i didn't know that so the camera pans to the but right. He, but he had the gear for a while. This wasn't like a. Th- we're just giving you this for the first time of the show. He'd had the gear for sure. Yeah. Rhea Ripley has returned. Mush is oh, Aaliyah. Nice. Which is good synergy there because uh, Aaliyah was dating Rhea's now boyfriend or in kayfabe. <laughs> so I thought that was kind of a, a nice little moment there. Uh, and then. She takes <laughs> Dominic. <laughs> Run that back one more time. Meanwhile, this nigga putting his hands on me. <laughs> oh, that was literally Dominic. <laughs> Meanwhile, this nigga putting his hands on me. They beat the shit out of these things, man. Well, good. Good. About damn time. It's like they were really waiting for Rhea. It was like Rhea was like, she's the third man. She's the... How they put boots to asses, they need Rhea. Meanwhile, this nigga putting his hands on me. She beat the shit out of them all by herself. Goddamn. She, first of all, she dragged Ray out the room. I was like, is she, is this, is she kidnapping this grown man on camera? Finn says line of the night to me was Oh, there you go. Say it. Say it. Because I lose my line of the night too. This is a anniversary. It's my birthday. <laughs> As he's dragging him by his feet down the hallway. Listen, this is what you do with them. <laughs> this is how it's supposed to be. 
this is how it's supposed to be. This is how you make them menacing and threatening while still letting them get the, you know, the, the, you know, they got the best of them in the match, which makes sense because it's Ray's anniversary. Let them go out on a high. Okay. Let them get that W for the high. Finn's already beaten him anyway. And so I think, didn't Damien beat him too? They, they've already beaten him anyway. Have him do that. Power bombs him through a table. Then Rhea circles the block and kicks him in his fucking face. <laughs> what a segment, man. I, I think I heard rumors. I think uh, Z from our, from our Discord said that Edge's flight got messed up and he wasn't able to get. It, it is tricky to get to New York from North Carolina, though. I will say that. It's tricky. If that's where he was, if that's where he was coming from, man, we known this raw is happening for weeks. <laughs> he got kids, man. Well, it's Monday. You got work. <laughs> <laughs> like what the fuck? Like we know what Mondays is. It's been Mondays for the past thirty fucking years. Like show up or don't. Like is he supposed to show up at SummerSlam? I guess he is now. I guess yeah. he's showing up at SummerSlam. Well, it's they close added to his match. house apparently. It's closer to his house apparently. <laughs> Uh, they added the match to SummerSlam, which I guess we could just go ahead and, and hop into now. Let's talk yeah, about let's SummerSlam because we gotta get the we show. Going, we going long. Um, live from Nashville, Tennessee. Shout out to all of our Discord members and our A Show Patreon members and our A Show community who, who's going to be there. Please, if you link up, uh, take a picture and tag us in it so we can we can share it. We can see. Every, we I love to see you guys connect. You know what I mean? I, re- I really love that. Um, let's talk about it. Mysterios, Dominic and Rey Mysterio versus Judgment Day. Uh, the no disqualification tag match. This is going to be fire. <laughs> this is going to be awesome. The no disqualification sold me. Um, Dominic got to show out on this. You yes. got one chance. You, you got to show out on this. Come on, man. Don't 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 mess this up. This edge. Um, this edge. Come back here. Of course, it's I, no disqualification. I, I'd hold him. I'd hold him to Monday. Yo, what if Edge comes and returns with Judgment Day? <laughs> because <laughs> the thing is is that they're not doing spooky shit so i don't know why he left in the first place niggas told him he was doing spooky shit he was like y'all i'm out i i would not accept if he came back and was a leader again <laughs> <laughs> i would not accept that uh, triple h step in let's fix it <laughs> fix it nigga ben <laughs> walk up and fix this or i'm out listen I don't know. This is very, very interesting. Um, who do I think is going to win this match? I got to say, if it's no disqualification and you're really trying to showcase this, this these guys as actual like brutal Judgment Day worthy people, it's got to be Judgment Day. It's probably going to be. The th- Rhea is, to me, they're, they're positioning her as the link, as that yeah. missing link that they needed. And Ray and Dominic, you know, they don't do intergender, so they can't really hit her. You know what I'm saying? So, like, they can't do anything to neutralize her. They don't have a woman on their side to neutralize hey, her. Hey, man, that's where Aaliyah comes in. You know what I'm uh, saying? Uh, did Aaliyah pick up her goddamn earrings off the floor? <laughs> that's where Shit. Aaliyah gonna come in. Trust me. Aaliyah, she she working. She got her working boots on. She gonna show yeah. up. You know? This would be fun. Stick. If this was a new regime decision, thumbs up on this. I think it needed to be on it. I think it's gonna be hey, fine. Man. Triple H said, yo, get my fin, get, uh, get my man Finn some. Why can't he get some? You know what I'm saying? But I will hold Edge till um they should make Monday after SummerSlam a thing. And I will hold Edge till Monday to make that a big moment. I for think them. that would be 
I think um, great. <clears throat> Logan Paul versus The Miz singles match. We talked about that a little bit. It's, this is tough to rate. I don't really know what to expect. Yeah, I don't know what to expect either. Um, I expect Logan Paul to try to show out. I expect The Miz to just do very, very heel things and play towards the crowd. How will this crowd uh, react to that, though? I don't think it'll be favorable. Yeah. I think anywhere you put this on the card, there's way more. I think everything else is more excited and has genuine support. I think that's the kind of difference between a lot of things here. This doesn't have the genuine support I think all the other matches have. So I think no matter where they are on the card, this match is kind of fucked. Um, but unless, they, unless they show out. Unless they show out. Yeah, no, you're right. You're right. Big match, big match. Miz needs to needs to needs to pop out. But I can't even see like this getting the amount of like a claim. They would have to go all the way out for this to get the, like the level of a claim of like a Bad Bunny match. You know what I'm saying? Like, because Bad Bunny's beloved. Logan Paul is beloved too. Meals. It's just not by this audience. Look at <laughs> look at his views. <laughs> I mean, he's beloved. I hate to say it. He just is. You know. He's not Bad Bunny though. Bad Bunny sold over a hundred thousand. He got the number one album for the last six weeks. You know what I'm saying? He got he got the Pokemon card though. He don't got that. Bad Bunny don't got that. I think um fuck man. I think the Miz is gonna win. I'm gonna go with. I mean Logan Paul has signed a contract to do multiple matches, so I'm assuming Logan Paul will win. Okay. Yeah, I'm gonna go with that. Grab Jake on the next run. I'm double back. Um. Bianca Belair versus Becky Lynch for the Raw Women's Championship. We we know the story. I think we've talked about Bianca Becky ad nauseum here. I, I think that as, for, as much as I know this match is going to bang, I have the least to say about it. The more I have to say about is where Bianca ends up after this because I think she's going to win. I think you, there's full stop. Beat the Becky demon in this feud here for the time being. Bianca wins. Where does she go after this? Rhea. <laughs> I hope. I, I would love Bianca wins. Rhea, like, let, let's have the Mysterio match early in the in the show. Let's have this later. Bianca wins. Rhea's out the, to, to attack or show that she's here. She, I'm the rightful number one contender. I won that match. I got injured. Run me my, run me my shit. Let's at clash. the clash. Mm-hmm. Let's get it at the clash. Run me my shit in a month at the clash, or you know they could have a, a whole contendership thing with her and Alexa and Oscar. Have Rhea in that mix. You got a month till the clash. Make it make sense. Give Bianca. Let's get her run rolling. Let's let's get it going. Let's let's get it going here. Is there any possibility of you that thinks that Bianca could lose? Yeah, I, I I do. I think there's a possibility. I don't think it would make sense. But I think that if you are going into the clash, I think you can't go wrong with either Bianca or Becky as the women's champion going into that match. However, they were forced to change plans on what they wanted to do based on two very, very big things that happened this summer. One of them was an injury. One of them was a suspension. I don't see why they wouldn't just go with what they were going to try and do anyway and just do it in a stadium this time. You're going to have two stadiums. Bianca gets two stadiums. Give her that. I think she'll drop the title in one of them. Are, are people going to be upset? Yes. But <laughs> what are you going to do? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. To be honest with you, what are you going to do? Yeah. Like, what are you going to do? You know what I mean? Like, 
she's she has to lose the meal she has to lose the belt <laughs> at one point when, when you know what nah, you I fully agree with you. no i agree she has to lose at some point you know what i mean she's she's she hasn't lost the match all year you know or she lost the match to count out whatever but like she hasn't like been pinned all year you know so I would rather it be Bianca Rhea because that's the match that everyone wants to see. Let's hope this creative team sees this. I'm gonna I'm letting it play out though. I'm letting it play out. <laughs> so we'll see. But I do you think Bianca's winning? I do think Bianca's winning. If yeah. I put my money on it, yeah, Bianca's winning. I don't think they'll get as much time as they got at Mania though. They don't have two nights. Nah, not at all. Why can't I bet on wrestling? Interesting. I'll be shocked if they get twenty and 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 Ronda and Liv get like fifteen. I'll be shocked. Nah, there's no way this match gets twenty. Yeah. <clears throat> Speaking of something that's getting twenty, Riddle versus Seth freaking Rollins, regular ass match. Potential show stealer. Yeah, I would say so. We've heard some great reports. Shout out to Terrell. Um, we went to the house show. Um just recently and said like they had a banger of a match and they fully expects us to steal the show at SummerSlam. And you know what? I kind of have to agree. This kind of stands out as the show stealing of the, of the show of the show. Um, and if I had to pick someone to win, I'm probably picking Seth freaking Rollins to be honest with you, even though he just like logistically just like beat the shit out of riddle on Monday. Um, I expect him to win. Yeah. It, um, he needs a big win, but the thing is, is that people are going to say, well, Seth's lost all year, but Seth has not lost his, you looked at what that, that look that Seth and Roman gave each other, the, the losses don't matter, <laughs> you know, they don't matter in the, in the larger scheme of things, because all Seth needs is one win, and, and, and that's the title. I, I have long since thought or predicted or want to happen that Seth gets that briefcase away from theory somehow. That would be fire. But I think, you know what? Theory's on such a roll right now. I, I, I don't really want I to. Do it. Yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't do, wouldn't it. do it. Um, I think, I, I think Seth's going to win though. We'll see. Yeah. I think I'm Seth. Uh, Liv Morgan versus Ronda Rousey, the SmackDown women's championship. I'm going to go bless. in. Yeah. God bless. Liv. You had a run, man. I don't think that I like the only way that this happens and lives advantages if she turns and I don't think they should turn her. If I don't think beating. I don't think Liv Morgan can be or should be or at this point, depending on how their business is rolling. Ronda Rousey twice. Right. Like, that would be insane. Like, Becky hasn't even beaten her. Well, she's beat her once. But Becky hasn't even like gotten that match match yet. That's the only person I could see who they're saving. Like Ronda Rousey maybe has Ronda Rousey's number, but Liv Morgan, I can't see it happening. Might be, might be yeah, I mean, and plus Ronda coming up coming off of Elder Charlotte, you know. Ron, Liv, to be fair, whoever's the champion on SmackDown has a stacked roster to go against. To be fair to them, Burn? however, <laughs> again, Mills, Ronda has beaten everyone on this roster, every single person. Even if she hasn't beaten them, she could probably beat them in my mind. I could go through a simulation in my <laughs> mind of just how, like, like Lacey Evans. <laughs> yeah, just like random, like oh, Lacey Evans. There's all this shit like that. And my thing is here: you get nothing if Charlotte comes back and Ronda's a champion again, except the same damn feud. You know, yep. You get Absolutely. nothing from this. And I thought that she pretty much 
put the the foot down on that at um in that I quit match. I thought that that was a, that was the ending that wrote, that wrote Charlotte off. I thought it was perfect. I agree. Liv kind of Liv should win this. I don't see Liv winning this though. Liv should win this, but it's like if you if you give Ronda the title, unless she turns and turns into like a fucking a beast, and is just like not giving a fuck. She's tired of being nice. I don't see how I don't I, I just don't see how it works. Like it's it's the most interesting. This is probably this and the title match. Honestly, are the, the most interesting matches to me. I agree because it I shapes so agree. much. And remember, meals. You got another stadium show, and you got a draft right after that. <sighs> and, and and to be honest with you, some of these people on these shows need to be split up. I mean, yes. Yes, absolutely. I mean, they have uh, Alexa Bliss on a roll currently right now, who I think is probably just going to end up in a SmackDown Women's title. Because <laughs> uh, on Raw, it's too much right now. Every the, the rosters need to change, especially on the women's side of things. Like it definitely I, I, needs to be even. I agree. I think I think Becky and Bianca need to get away from each other. I think that that Ronda needs to get away from Charlotte. Uh, I, I, they need to make something happen. I think I think Bianca is big enough now that she could probably she will probably move to SmackDown again. With the profits. Yeah, absolutely. I think she's big enough now that she would move and Becky could stay and then Ronda could go over and they can finally do that. I I I, I just think that looking at this match, I, I don't know. I mean I Ronda should Ronda will probably win this, but Liv really needs to win this because that it, it opens up way more opportunities. But we'll see. Hey, new this is the first pay per view without Vince at the helm and creative. Figure this figure this shit out, y'all. <laughs> they y'all gotta figure this shit out. <laughs> um Pat McAfee versus Happy Corbin possibly got like the biggest storyline in a lot of the matches on this card. <laughs> I don't even know. Um, let's go Pat because he lost in Mania. Uh, oh, that's a that's a good one. Wait, but he beat uh, Theory though. No, he didn't. He lost to Theory, didn't he? Or did he no, beat? He lost. He, he lost to Vince. Oh, yikes. Um, let's go Pat anyway. I think the people. Man, Vince's final year is crazy. I mean. <laughs> Yeah, Pat. So Pat had his last match. The man is a legend. At this I, I really witnessed the last time we're ever going to see Vincent at WrestleMania. <laughs> that is crazy. It's, um, it's surprising it happened in 2022, to be honest with you. Let's see. Yeah, I, I think it's going to be fun. They needed, they needed to make this a no qualification, but I'm pretty sure it will have relaxed rules, to be honest with you. I would agree. I'll, uh, I'll say Pat wins this. Next up, the Usos versus the Street Profits for the Undisputed T- WWE Tag Team Championship. Jeff Jarrett is a special guest referee. What are the odds that Jeff turns on them, <laughs> on, on the faces? I don't know. That would be weird because he got to beat up Ric Flair the next night. I don't know if he want all this smoke coming after him. Um, <laughs> got to beat up Ric Flair the next night. Also, I don't see including Jeff Jarrett in like long-term things. But he's very serious about this role. Very, very serious. Very um, I I don't know. If I was to say anything, I would say that like you want to have the, the oh God, I hate even saying that. you want to have the Usos lose so you can have any some doubt for Roman. But as we saw last month, like that don't really matter. Uh at the profit should win this. Because if they don't I don't want to hear the belly aching if the if the profits break up. I don't think you'll get belly aching, but I think if they don't win this, 
it's gonna they be wild. They should break up. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they should probably hey, break up. Hey, no story to tell no more. Um, also, if they do that, then that means that like AJ and Ziggler are gonna win these titles or something. AJ's not on this card, by the way. No, I don't know what they're doing. Uh, maybe he wanted the Saturday off. I don't know. He's he's done everything. Everything. He's good. He's straight. I'm sure. Yeah. 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 What do you think? Usos or profits? Uh, I'm going to go. The betting man in me says Usos. Yeah. There are many Roman Reigns. <laughs> yeah. The betting man in me says Usos. Like, they, it's just the easiest way to go about this. Their um, overall in the game is probably going to be like a 90 next year in, in 2K. So get ready for that. Bobby Lashley versus Theory. Come on. Bobby. Bobby. Yeah. Got to be Bobby. Legs and hips and Bobby. Bobby. Anyway. <laughs> Bobby's winning this. Where do you think this this lands? I mean, you got to have some plausible deniability that Theory will come out in the final match of the night. What, what do you think? Nah. Bobby beats his ass. <laughs> Bobby will have to beat him to a point where he cannot come out for the final match. Or something will happen. Something is happening with Theory at this show. Bobby is capable of being an ass that hard. So I don't I'm not gonna put it past him. Okay. Um I'm not gonna put it into doubt. Uh but he's going against Bobby Lashley on this card. If he still thinks he has energy after that to cash in money in the bank and win. We'll see. He did it last time. <laughs> Ooh. Oh wait, no, he didn't. He knew he didn't. He didn't. Nobody had enough to, to do it. Uh, he do it. He, he had enough to do it at uh, the last pay per view. Money in yeah, the last, yeah, to to be in the main event of that. Anyway, speaking of which, Roman Reigns versus Brock Lesnar, one final time, one final match, last man standing match for the undisputed uh, WWE Universal Championship. You, <laughs> all my thoughts were passed on this at WrestleMania, so. I have nothing left to contribute to this conversation. Um, I have nothing to say. I'm sure it'll be fine. I'm sure it'll be great. We're all going to watch it anyway, or not. I don't know. Go on TikTok or something. But it's... I can't see it being Roman Reigns. Hmm? And I can't see... No, I can't. Sorry. I can't see Roman Reigns losing. Oh, <laughs> I can't see Roman Reigns losing, especially after Brock Lesnar pseudo walked out after Vince left. <laughs> <laughs> they like, all right, nigga, you should, you, we'll, we'll see you in Royal Rumble, nigga. All right, we'll just finish it out, Brock. Brock, just finish it out. SummerSlam. We don't need it. You know, you can just dip after that, but don't don't stop the business, man. We can, you know, Brock bought his paper. Brock bought, Brock bought the business. Um, I can't see Roman Reigns losing. I can't either. In a last man standing match, how many heels have lost a last man standing match? Didn't he have one against KO last year? And he won that one too? Yeah. Like, not a lot of heels lose last man standing matches unless you're like John Cena. John Cena with duct tape, which is like an over 100 in whatever game it is. You know. I, I, I think it'll be great. Like you said, get it over with, beat the demon. I think the interesting part is if Theory cashes in, does he fail or does he succeed? If he succeeds, um, if he succeeds, the clash is minimally more interesting. Uh, if he does not succeed, Theory is maximum more interesting because 
of how he's going to get back to where he was. But they they are they're way they are they are hammering home that he's going to do it. They can't not have him do it, or not at least attempt to do it. Exactly. They, 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 he keeps talking about doing it, and they can't have him not do it. They they literally it's all they talk about is him doing it. For them to not have that tease or to not take him out during the night, it wouldn't make sense. Or, or it, he could get edged. For all I care, they got it. They have to wrap up the storyline. I would love to see that briefcase gone by October. Yeah. Well, do you think, all right, so here's the thing. Possibility, because uh, theory does have this possibility. Youngest world champion in WWE history. Do you give that distinction to theory? Actually, would he be? Let me see. Randy Orton, he's 24 now. Oh, he turns 20. He turns 25 in like two days. Let me see. By the end of the week, actually. Started next week. Oh, he turns 25 during HL 250. Maybe he wants to show up. Um, let's see. I would give it to Braun Breaker. I do it. I give it to Braun Breaker before I would give it to Theory. But Theory don't got that, or Braun Breaker don't got that long either because he's about to turn 25 in October. Well, no. All right. So, nah, Randy Orton is the youngest, uh, world. He's still the youngest. Yeah. He's still the youngest. Yeah. Yeah. So he wouldn't be 24. He's just 24. He's just the longest, um, or the youngest money in the bank guy. I, I mean, I said, don't I wouldn't, right, give, I wouldn't put the title on somebody that people are not completely behind either heel or face. They do hate him, but I don't think that they, you know, I would look at that rain as like, okay, you're going to have it off of you by before, before the draft. <laughs> That's what I would look at that as. It would be a Miz run. That last run he had two weeks. Cause, how, cause, how's he, how's he gonna, how's he gonna screw his way over? Like, we've seen him beat like major guys, but we've never seen him beat like a top guy. Like, come on, Roman Reigns gonna fucking clean him up. He has to fail. He would have to fail, either in attempt or in actual the match. I don't know. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. We'll, we'll see. We'll see at the end of this. In, in, at the end of this, but I, I think that I, if you're going away from. Um, if you were going away from having Drew and Roman at the clash, I think that that's like you're hold you're holding off on Drew for way too long, and for it to not end with him versus Roman in the end of this and just him in theory, that's a little bit anticlimactic. That is definitely Vince booking right there. I guess Drew's yeah, Drew's also not on this pay per view, which is kind of weird. He's I mean, they're on SmackDown before. Yeah. But you gotta have some for the live people. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, yeah. He's gonna smack down before. I, I, I mean, is there any? I don't know why they stretched this Sheamus thing out for so long. Because they, because the they want to do it. They want to do the SmackDown before SummerSlam. Like they wanted to. I think they wanted to have that. Maybe they could set something up at SummerSlam or something of the rather. Uh, we'll have the graphic ready already. Yeah, something along those lines. So yeah. we'll see. We'll see. Sheamus looks like a big pussy for running from this nigga for so long. <laughs> like, the fuck is wrong with you, bro? Like, he looks like uh. a complete pussy. Like, what? Like, what? What do you? Run? Anyway, that was SummerSlam. Thank you all for listening to the show. It's airing on Saturday. We will have a spaces right after. I may yes, or may yes. not be. I may not. Or I may jump in because P- Pat's having a house party that night. Oh, look at that house party with Pat. Yeah, so I'm I'm gonna be there. But um shirts, merch goes goes on sale on Friday. We're gonna have the link out there for you guys. 
a show 250 is going to be live so if you're expecting patrons if you're expecting an early show on tuesday tune in with us at eight o'clock eastern that night you'll get your show and it's going to be on the patreon right after that and it's going to be public right after that too um so that's everything coming up and we have a and we have also another giveaway that night as well i think that's everything right that is everything. Um, is there anything else that I have left to plug? I feel like I did, and then I don't. So I'm just not going to say anything. Um, thank you, guys. You know, 249 episodes, 249 weeks. You're approaching 250 next week. Can't wait. Be real. We here. Thank you, guys. For meals, I'm Justin. See you guys next week as we roll into an uncertain era in WWE and in pro wrestling in general without Vince McMahon. Peace.